gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. What? You, oh, you, I, you have nothing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, I have something. And I want to welcome all of them to yet another episode of Three Beers In, Staten Island's only beer podcast. If we say it enough, it's going to be true. It's going to be true. Well, there, I, I haven't found any other ones. And if there ever becomes another one, we're the original. Yep. Okay, we've done it first. My name is Dom. Across from me, as always, is Rob. And the goat is to my right. And we'd like to welcome you yet to another episode of Three Beers In. And uh, here we are. Yeah. It's a little bit less warm in this basement. Dude, the rain really knocked out a lot of the heat. That rain was brutal. I had to drive home. I had to drive home, and it was the the conditions of the road were dangerous. You were driving? I was driving. At that time? Yeah, I was coming home from work. Maniac. It was so, I mean, you know, I was coming home from work. And uh, the rain was so bad. Especially on the road, like all the, the the tires kicking up the water and stuff, and like, yeah. So it was coming from the top. It was coming from the bottom, and, and like, and then my my window started fogging up. So oh, I was no I, good. I was effectively you blind. were in, you were in a bad situation there. I actually, when I got home, I um, I had said to uh, to Greg Wilton and uh, Tommy Donigan that fifteen uh, percent of my commute home was luck. <laughs> the rest was me driving. I'm not kidding because I could not. There were some situations there where I really couldn't it just see anything. It worked out, and it was really, really scary. I always hated how people never adjust to the fact that it's raining and they just drive normal. Yeah, I hate that. Like, who do rain? you think you are to drive like such a fucking maniac? I remember I was driving around Staten Island when um, like Sandy happened and when Irene happened, just because yeah. I wanted to like experience it. And everyone's just like, I was driving down Victory Boulevard, and there was like a foot and a half of water in the street, and people just driving normal, <laughs> like. Bah. People are retarded. Kicking up a wake. Like, well, you're making a wake in your car. Like, people are, people, you know, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty dumb. So how you been, Rob? How are, how are things? How do you feel? I feel good, you know. Yeah. Coming off of a nice long weekend. You had a long weekend, yeah, did I took you? a long weekend. You did take today off, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I took Friday also. You had a long yeah, weekend, I did, so. didn't you? You did a lot yeah. of yard work? Uh, no, because it was raining most of the week. Mm. I, I did mow the lawn. I never thought it would I'm, I mowed stop the lawn. you. Yesterday, in the rain? Yesterday, after it rained. In the rain. Is it post rain? Should you mow a wet lawn? Uh, you could. There's really no. I mean, people say oh, it's bad, but it's fine. I'm gonna tell you what happened to me the other but day. You gotta so do it. There's a lot of stuff going on right now in my life, especially with the uh, with the job situation. Oh, you want to talk about that? Uh, well, you know, I want to just you know, people know and some people don't, but you know, I'm in a transitioning period where my position will be terminated, and uh, they're going to give me a new job. So I haven't been sleeping. Are very you well. guaranteed? I'm a guaranteed new a new job. But you know, I've been in the same place for five years, and in in one day. Because it's immediate rollover. I'm going to have a new job with new people, new everything. Where? Uh, wherever I pick. I'm what are the pick. options? Uh, that's going to be coming up this Thursday, and we're going to find out. I'm not sure anything. Within really. the same hospital network. Within the same I hospital assume. network. So I'm hopeful about that. Um, so I haven't been sleeping very well because of it. My okay. eye twitches a lot. You got the eye twitch. Got the eye twitch mm-hmm. going on because I'm a little. I'm not nervous about it, but it's just you know it's it's something that's going to happen. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's a you want to just get it over with. Uh, so the other night, uh, I think it was Friday, I said, you know what, I'm just going to buy some beer and uh, get a little bit of a buzz and then go home and try to go to sleep. You know, try to try to just get to sleep. Wait, wait, wait you didn't go home. Where were you? I was at work. I got off of work uh-huh. on a Friday night and I went into, um, where was I? I went to a 7-Eleven <clears throat> and for like $7.50, this is actual price. This is homeless prices, by the way. I've realized this. Okay. Like, there are people that panhandle for quarters, or a quarter to a homeless person is almost as good as a dollar. 
Because, you know, most people are only going to give you change, and if you can get a quarter, I'll that's the ultimate. I'll go bills if I give a homeless guy money. That's good. That's very good. Usually do bills. Well, I'm going to tell you what he goes and purchases. For $7.50, you get three. It's a three-pack cans, 25 ounces of Butter Bud Light. Three-pack? Three-pack. Oh, like in the like the, the plastic? In the plastic. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. That okay. is home, that's for homeless people and yep. for people like me who are not alcoholics and uh, just maybe trying to get a little bit of a buzz on Travis. want to get a buzz on the it's way It's a Friday home. night, so... So I get these beers. I put them in my bag. I get to the bus stop. What's the, oh, it's a motorcycle outside. Uh, I get to the bus stop, and I get on the bus. It's a packed bus. I go in the back, and I just tuck myself away, and I start drinking beer. And now, that's the best seat, by the way, on the bus. To tuck away in the All back. All the way in the back. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and, but it was a new bus. And if you notice, I don't like the new bus. The new bus is the back seat is up a little bit. The, the left-hand seat yeah. only. You're up a little bit. It's like a half. No, the right one is, too. The right sure? one is up on know. an elevation. It's, it's, it's not as soft either. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, God, it hurts your everybody, butt. Everybody could see me. The back seat isn't really. I like impressive. it because you could look over and see what everyone's up to. You could see everybody, but now here I am and I'm trying to like, because if you're not the guy drinking the beers on the bus, you yeah. judge the guy that's drinking the beers on the bus. I get jealous. Like, you I, get jealous. I wish I had. Wish I, was, I thought of that. I always look Just at them <laughs> and I'm like, guys, how the guy's got a rough life, and you know, fucking deadbeat. He's a deadbeat son of a bitch. Express bus. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's usually only if it's like a, a Monday through Thursday. I'll do that. But a Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, if they're drinking on the bus, I don't judge them. So here so I you're, am. You're only a weekday judger. I only judge those who drink on the weekdays. Really, I mean, mm. if I'm going to judge at all, I'm, I'm really. I mean, not it's a Monday night, night, and we're drinking. That's we have a show though. Ah, we have a we have a excuse. commitment. We have a commitment okay. to people. So now you're watch. I'm watching. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sitting there drinking and. It's a packed bus, and I know I'm, I'm like my burps are fucking hard. They hit hard my burps, and I'm sitting you there. You can't. You don't adjust the volume. I can't in public. I can't because they come out so hard. You don't just like. There's nothing I can do, do. Like a burr. no, but when I when I <laughs> hold it in, I do like a. Those motorcycles <laughs> go like there. a motorcycle race. I'll try to like hold it in and like it'll fill up the like that and then uh, go. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> All right, but when when I do that now oh. now the problem here was. The bus was so packed. I had this Asian guy sitting right next to me. Uh, oh, you a, didn't have any privacy. And an Indian late. No, so I was just drinking, just you know, feeling really bad about it because <laughs> not only am I drinking alone, I'm drinking very alone because there's so many people not drinking. Yeah. And then there's this uh, Indian lady sitting right in front of me. So I got nowhere to put the mouth burps because if I put it against the the, the window, uh-huh. it's going to just waft up the window right yeah. to her face. I can't do it in a, in a, you know, hentai's mouth over here. So I have no other chance. <laughs> do you do nose? So what I was trying to do is try to burp down quietly, right? Very, yeah, <laughs> trying to very politely burp downward and trying to limit them. And that was where my mistake was because if you have that much beer to drink, you have to pace yourself properly. You know, like well, you're, you're drinking all three on the bus. Oh yeah, that's kind of tricky. Nah, I could def- I get I it mean, done. I mean, you could do it, but that's not fun. I totally get it done. All it wasn't meant to be fun. It was meant to get it in, get buzzed, go home, and go to bed. Oh. that's what I wanted to do. There was no like leeway or anything. You like were taking that. like a prescription almost. Exactly, it was a self medication. <laughs> so now I'm like I'm focusing in and I'm and I'm doing the burps down here quietly, and now I feel a big one coming, a really big burp is coming. I'm like I gotta keep this quiet. I gotta make sure I get this done right, and uh, it comes up, Rob. And I was so politely trying not to puke. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm going, you know, and it's coming up. You felt not the foam, air. and and it came up to here, and I grabbed it, and I was like, Wah! and like the guy was like, "You alright, man?" I'm like, "That's cool." <laughs> like, that wasn't the accent from a Chinese. No, nah, he was, was from expect- Texas. We started talking. Oh yeah. 
No, but um, <laughs> but it was it was it was unfortunate for me that I almost politely trying to just curb my burps. You almost vomited. I almost vomited all, all over everybody. all over the the champion, like the the captain of the chess team, and and Gupta Patel right in front of me. Like it was just, I was ready for pure <laughs> annihilation of these poor Gupta people. Gupta Patel. And then you know what? That would have been the whole bus would have been out of commission, and that would have been the end of it. That would have been bad because when you puke, the whole bus goes down out of commission. You know that, right? Really? If someone gets sick on the bus, they have to stop the bus, and everyone has to get out. Why? They have to. It's like a, I don't know. It's like that's, a that's dumb. It's like a violation. Keep driving. Of, no, you can't do it. And if a if there's an accident, everyone has to get off the bus. Well, too. that I understand. But no, no matter what, like we were on the, I was on the bridge, and this guy hit us. But like, like a little beep. And he's like, everybody off the bus. I was on a bus. It's once. over. My my bus driver hit a guy on a bike. Oh, did he kill him? No, he didn't kill him. He really just fucked the bike up. The oh, other yeah. guy jumped off, but like we all had to get off. Yeah, yeah you got to get off. But it was like happens. three. I had to walk like four blocks in Manhattan. It was kind of annoying. Well, usually they bring a bus to you or some sort yeah, of. Yeah, but it was like three blocks away, or four blocks away. Why well, I'm not going to wait? It's so unfortunate that you know the MTA are your customers of the MTA and stuff like that. Yet I hate the, like they, the, the way they do shit. It's just well, so because fucked it's up. a monopoly. It really is. Take they a different bus. Well, I can't. <laughs> Thank you for choosing the MTA. <laughs> What's my only? My other choice is walk. And with that, we're going to be doing the guest tap, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, what, my God. I, what did we, I break that? What are we drinking? Today, we're going to be drinking, by Rogue, Dead Guy Ale. Let me pour this right in here. That's yeah, looking good. Now. Okay. We got ourselves about two fingers ahead here. And let me do a little bit of reading about this particular brew. What do you got? Can you quiet that a little bit? It's a little. It's a little too loud for me to to, to make a speak. To make it a speak. Try it now. The Dead Guy Ale. It's the style is an ale, duh. But it's also a Hell's uh, Hellsbach, a Hellesbach, also known as a Maybach. Uh, it's an ale inspired by the German uh, Maybach, brewed using a proprietary Pac-Man yeast. It says Pac-Man yeast. Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Dead Guy Ale is deep in honey color with a malty aroma, rich hearty flavor, and a well-balanced finish. And here we have a quote from the World Beer Championship judges. A deep reddish amber hue, generously toasty malt aromas, and earthy hops follow through with a moderately full-bodied palate with fruity accents and a long spicy hop finish. Why did you read that as Winston style, Churchill? <laughs> delicious hybrid style of bark-like maltiness and air-like hoppiness. Food pairings are spicy pork. Spicy and Only, pork. Oh. Okay. And we got ourselves no a, uh, uh, it's a 6.5 alcohol by volume. It, it does taste a little. 40 IBU. higher. And I got this, Rob. I'm going to do it right You're now. Te- well. The temperature of the room that we're in right now. We have a, a crisp yeah, this is all 77 degrees in this room, and the beer is coming in at a cool 56 degrees. That is not cold at all. What are you talking about? It's not? Put it on should, the top. Should I go like try that the top. top down? Top down here? Oh, 50, 51. 51.1 degrees. It's still, can I see it? You want to try it? Yeah, let me try it. We have a thermometer gun. There's nothing else I can uh, do with it, so I'm going to use it to, to... How is it not... Oh, it's cold. That's weird. That's unusual. Oh, it's good. Mm. All right, no more temperature gun. No more temperature gun. Don't take the temperature of the mixer. You can't just take the temperature of your head. Oh, you're a hot head. 95. 95. What's my head at? 92. Ha, 92. Well, because I'm ha, perspiring more than you. Yeah, that's not true. 
All right, what do we got here with this Maybach? What do we see? What are we looking at? I see a very rich amber color. Very rich, deep amber color, and I like it. Clear, very clear. No cloudy. It's it's not very... There's cloudiness. Uh, Not mine. Not too, too much. No, no, wipe off the condensation, then look. It's clear. It's it's not murky, but it isn't crisply clear. I can't see through the gloss. Mm. Well, it may be an optical illusion. Mm. Uh, The head dissipates extremely quickly. It could be the conditions of the room. That's very Um, humid. Not Uh, really much lacing going on. Very uh, very subtle lacing. Very, very subtle. Um, What do you get there for the taste? A lot of yeast going on. Very Very yeasty. Because when we first started drinking this, we... I said that there was a Belgian it tastes, to it. It tastes very, very subtly Belgian. Very, very subtle. I mean, an extreme undertone. But we're getting, we're getting, I'm getting some car- caramel, caramel. Very, however you a pronounce lot of it. sweet flavors. Very sweet, very malty. A lot of malt going on. You know, I had like raisins. I said creamy, and you and you jumped when I said creamy. Because that was the word I was looking for. It's a very thick feel. The very, very it's thick. Fe- feel. You could, you could, it, like, you could take a bite out of this. It's, I was saying that it was, uh, it was a middle to heavyweight type beer. You know, it's not too, too heavy, but it isn't necessarily light. No, and it finishes well, too. It, it doesn't it, has a good it doesn't finish. feel heavy. When it definitely has a good finish. But I, I was getting, you know, get, you get a very subtle hint of the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Almost like a toasty, bready linger to it. There's a lot of bread going on. You know? A lot of bread. Uh, I had raisins. A lot uh, of warm flavors. Brown sugar. It's actually quite sweet, this beer. I noticed. It. Oh, Jesus, I broke the... broke the thing here. You broke I'm not the... going to put this on here anymore. It's, just, it's too sweaty. But it, um... I got that, you know, there's a little, very, very, very slight taste of the hops in there, but overall, a very, very malty uh, forward beer. Yeah. I would say this is, um, I mean, for the summertime, not, probably not the best no, no, beer no. to drink. I wouldn't say so for the summer. But it's not a bad, it's not bad at all. It's very good. I like it. It has a rich history. It has lots of Very uh, simple uh, bottle. Awards. I like the bottle, though. It doesn't even say what kind of beer it is on the bottle. It just says road dead guy. That's it. Like I road, wouldn't even know. I wouldn't guy. even know what I'm buying if I on the this on up the, the on the six packer. Uh, it says ale on it. Oh, but, it does. Uh, yeah, you actually would not know what you're what you're getting into when you pick up this. And I think that's actually kind of brave for a brewery to do. Yeah, uh, I have no problem trying to do that. The first rogue I ever had was a dead guy ale, and uh, this was way back before um, before uh, craft brews were really really popular around us, and. Uh, you know, I, I didn't really enjoy it that much then. Now that I'm more mature, oh. mature when it comes to the beers. A more mature uh, drinker. The only other Maybach I've had religiously is Iinger Celebrator, which was a Maybach that we uh, get at our home hometown uh, bar of Nuremberg, oh, yeah. Nuremberg Beer House, and um, <clears throat> it's just it's not it's a little bit sweeter and not as heavy as the as the as the Celebrator. It is. I like it. Mm. I definitely like it doesn't taste German I mean it it, it feels it like a, it has like a, it's, it's like their take on yeah the it seems beer, like an adaptation say. on on a German beer so what's the rating you give it there Rob? Um, I'm gonna give it a 7.5 you gave it a 7.5 out of 10 and I gave it a um, an 8.0 I okay. like it I think it's a pretty good beer I mean yeah. it's a I thought maybe it was a little bit too sweet but as I've been drinking it more and more uh, it, it's it's been growing on me, and and I think it's a pretty good beer. Six point five percent alcohol by volume is actually pretty impressive. It's kind of it doesn't ta- you can't taste it. You can't really taste it. You do not taste it. So if we tally that score together, what do we have? That, um, seven 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 five seven seven, seven three five, quarter. Which means that this is this is a surge. an official 
three. I'm gonna just cut. I'm gonna have to just cut we it. Could, just uh, go to. Uh, it's three beers and subs. We're having it right here, ladies and gentlemen, on threebeersin.com. <laughs> we got Rogue Dead Guy Ale, a Maybach coming out of Oregon. That's where they're located. Oregon. 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 Oregon Trail. Oregon, Oregon Trail? All right, get yourselves a Rogue Dead Guy Ale. We like it. You might like it. Grab yourself a six pack. We would put it on our tap. Yeah. 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 All right. So what are we talking about today? What are we? T- what do you mean? What are we talking about today? I'm you want asking me to just, you. You want me to just? I want you to tell me, and only me. Maybe what we're talking about. This might explain it right here. Oh Jesus! What could that be? I don't know. <gasps> no, I do know. You know this song? I think I do. Do you know this song? Yes. It's a fairly popular song. <laughs> oh, it's great. Ghostbusters! That's what we're talking about. Yeah! Alright. Ghostbusters, ladies and gentlemen. Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters! <laughs> one of the greatest economy. <laughs> the economies! One of the, one of the greatest economies of all time. <laughs> one of the best comedies of all time. And I don't care what anyone says. You understand me? <laughs> you, you don't want to hear any other opinion. I don't want to hear any other opinion. Except on your the own. Matter. <laughs> you know, I've never listened to the whole song before. <laughs> it's really, really good, man. Let me tell you, uh, it came out in 1984. If we were, if we weren't mistaken, that yeah. was the first one, and they made two. Part one, yeah. Part one, part two, and actually, this is a little cute, little fun fact, and I had no idea that Dan Aykroyd and Hal Ramis wrote everything Ghostbusters up until the one that came out uh, in 2016. All the shows, all the video there games. Was a, there was a show. Yeah, it was like it was, it was a cartoon. A couple, no? Yeah, it was 140 episodes. It ran from 86 to 1991. Those. I loved it. You liked the cartoon? Great like, show. I never liked all those like cartoons of. But that was written by the creators. That's what made it good. Were it the same characters? In yeah. The, did Bill Murray voice Bill Murray? Oh no, the voices weren't the same. But it was uh, written by Dan Aykroyd and um, Harold Ramis. <laughs> and um, how about that? You know the song. Oh God, it resonates. It resonates over time. Resonates. Resonates. Yeah. Re- raisins. Raisinates. I'm drunk. Um, it's fine. I'll tell you what. This is a, this is a this is a movie I grew up with. You know what I mean? When I was a kid, everybody who was a kid. It's a classic. It's a true classic of. of oh wait, a minute. I think it's coming up. The, the part that. Oh, uh, <laughs> you pointed this out to me today. I didn't believe it. No, it's not coming up yet. I'll let you know that. It's when it it's off. when there's a second break. This is the yeah yeah on the yes. second bridge. There it is. Yeah yeah the yeah yes. It's coming up, oh I think, uh, in, in about thirty seconds. But um, but this is this, this is, is a, this is the type of movie when it's on you gotta watch it. It's not on that much anymore. And it's not. That's the tragedy right now. But this is it, 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 these the Ghostbusters movies the two the fir- the original two are they're in the pantheon. Ooh. If I may use that that large the word. pantheon the pantheon of great eighties movies. Wait, it's coming up. Give me some volume here. What do we got? Here it comes, right here. <laughs> so I said to Rob that That's there a was there, there's line. a line in the song that says "Busted makes me feel good," and he didn't believe me because he never listened to the full song. That's actually in the film. That at is the hilarious. end when they're rolling. You the know credits, that was a joke line. When they're there's rolling no the credits, way. when they're rolling the credits, they have they they say "Busted makes me feel good." On the credits doesn't count. Well, I mean, there's still action going on in the background. So, 
Uh, oh, excuse me. It's a great 80s movie, right? Directed, written, written by Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, actually, I mean, he, 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 did, he wrote Animal House. He did a lot of good movies. Okay, he wrote Meatballs, Caddyshack. The guy wrote Caddyshack. You like Caddyshack? Caddyshack's a great movie. You didn't like Caddyshack? I, uh, I, I couldn't get through it. Really? Yeah. You couldn't get through Caddyshack? I, I, I wasn't really trying. Well, something, is there something wrong with you, boy? <clears throat> oh. I mean, it's a good golf movie. It is. He did Stripes, then he did I the Ghostbusters. I just hate Chevy Chase. That's the thing. Like, I can't stand him. He did Back to School. That was a good movie. Chevy Chase is a little bit of a... He's a dickhead. He's a little bit. He's you got know, a uh, Peter, he read the he, he turned down the role of Peter Bankman. Good. <laughs> he turned down the role because he said the original script of Ghostbusters was much darker and scarier than uh, the, I don't know how the, the, the I, rewrite. I think I might did. enjoy that. I don't think I would have really enjoyed Chevy Chase in that movie. No, no, no I, I think the original script. Chevy Chase would have been awful. As, oh, you mean like a scarier one? Just like a, a, a smidge darker. You the, wished it was a smidge Just a darker. little bit. Well, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think it would have been better if it was Just a little, a little tiny bit um, on the dark side. Speaking about Harold Ramis, he also wrote, uh, besides Ghostbusters 2... By the way, everything Ghostbusters was written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis up until his death. Okay? And that includes Aykroyd. all... Uh, I said Dan Aykroyd. I know. It? I'm just saying that. Uh, that includes all of the cartoons, the cartoons and, and, and the video games, the video too. Games. They wrote the video games. Um, but uh, to round up uh, the writing of uh, Harold Ramis, he did Groundhog Day... That's a good movie. Which is a fantastic movie. And they did Analyze This and Analyze That, which I think were pretty good. I liked Analyze This and Analyze That. They were good. They were And then he unfortunately passed away. No. He had phlebitis. You gotta watch out for the phlebitis. So now, Rob, tell us a little quick synopsis of Ghostbusters 1. What do we got? Like, you want the actual plot? Or just... Yeah, give me the plot. Spoiler alert for those... You've got these psycho analysts. Hold on. Wait, we gotta tell everyone that we got spoilers from a movie from 1984. So if you haven't caught up... If you haven't caught up yet, maybe you should get on there. Turn off your ears for what you're about to hear. Tune out. So you've got your... uh, You've got these two psychosomatic scientists or whatever. Psychosomatic? Isn't that like a crazy term? (laughs) Like for someone who's lost their damn mind? Oh, uh, you've got these uh, paran- parapsychological, Par- paranormal psychologists. Paratroopers. These these guys, all right, these scientist men who... Uh, scientist men. <laughs> they, okay. Yeah. They, uh, they're big ghost people, and they, you know, they're looking for ghosts, and then mm-hmm. they discover that there's all these ghosts, you know, yeah. going on in New York. So they bring him, They've it's it's Dr. Peter Venkman, it's got um, Stance, I think his name is, what's it, Pete, John, Dan... Henry, I for, what's, Henry what, Stance. What's, what's Ackroyd's name? I always forget. Keep keep talking. I'll tell you. You've got Ackroyd, and you've got um, you know um, what's his name? Egon Spangler. Egon Spangler and the black guy. Whoa, <laughs> he actually came in a little bit later he in just, the movie. Yeah, he just like he was filling out a job application. They hired him immediately, and they're looking for ghosts mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. Sigourney Weaver's in it. Raymond Stance. R- Stance. I told Raymond you it was Stance. Stance. Ray no, Stance. you're right. Raymond Stance. And so Sigourney Weaver's in it. Yeah, she plays it like a philharmonic. She was. Wasn't she playing the cello? Uh, yeah, something like that. Or bass. Or it was uh-huh. a, some large string instrument. And uh, Dr. Peter Venkman fell in love Venkman, with her. Venkman, yeah, he's... Going. Because the eggs popped out and fried themselves? Yeah, on the, on the countertop. And the piano? Remember, he's like, he started playing this. They hate those, this. Because they hate this. <laughs> they hate this. And he was squeezing that thing. Yep. And Rick Moranis was the... Uh, oh, yeah, Louis Tully. Louis Tully. <laughs> who was the, uh, the, the, gate, uh, the key master. He was the... He was the key master. He was the key master. She was the gatekeeper. She was the gatekeeper. And they had the bang to bring out gold. We don't know if they banged. They clearly banged. To bring out... I watched a movie yesterday. To bring right? out... Uh, what was it? Zool? Or Gozer. Gozer. They brought out Gozer. Yeah. 
Those are the travelers. And they bang because, like, you know. Gate and key? Like well, gate. They, they, that's it. That's, uh, yeah, that's Insert a, the key into the yeah, gate. Yeah, that's what you have to do. But there's also, like. Banging? Well, when you see, like, after they were possessed, they yes, were on the yeah. altar. He's got his pants are off, pretty much. So, yeah, they are. So they definitely banged while possessed by demon goblin dogs. Do you think, like, post, like, demon goblin dog, they knew they banged? I don't know. It wasn't, it, it go it wasn't touched upon. Because that's a score for him to bang. Well, because uh, he, yeah, and she was always avoiding Sigourney him. Weaver. And he's like, she's, like, tall, and he's, like, not. He's Yeah, he's very short. Rick Moran. But. I don't know. So that's the um, in in part. I I haven't seen part two in, in a long time. Who's yeah. baby? That's her baby. Yeah, but who's the dad? Dana Barrett. Oh, uh, it was some guy he ran off. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. That's not Rick Bank Moranis. No. Oh. Because I was thinking, like, have hmm. you have you contrived some sort of maybe some sort of Ghost. a parallel? I don't know. I have to watch the second one. I didn't get a chance. I wanted. To, I was going to watch it. I'm going to watch it today, probably. Do you remember? I remember in the beginning of the second Ghostbusters, they were doing. Um, well, let's finish maybe with the first one. Yeah, let's get finish the with first the first one. one first. So, when when did you first... Do you remember when you first saw the first one? I was young. I was very young. Like five or six. I or think one. I was younger than that. I think I was three years old. Three years old. I remember. You watched Ghostbusters. I remember. Part one. Yes. My, <laughs> I, listen, my parents didn't really know what to do with me, so they put me in front of a television, <laughs> yeah, and we had a fucking... hot box, so they just put on the different <laughs> movies were on the HBO, and, I, and oh, one of the God. first ones I saw was, uh, was Ghostbusters, and I remember when I was... First movie I ever watched, side note, was my mom <laughs> caught me when I was like three years old, watching what, the, Evil, the Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, what are you watching? I'm like, The Evil Dead? She's like, oh my god! <laughs> my child is possessed! He watched The Evil Dead! <laughs> he watched The Evil Dead, get him out! Yeah. I, I remember um, I remember when I was in preschool, I thought I was a Ghostbuster. And I yeah. wasn't. Turns out I wasn't. But when I, come, when I would come home, I know, it's tragic. But when I would come home, I remember I had the Proton Pack. You had the Proton Pack? Oh, you And I would put it bastard. on. I had the... the the feety pajamas that were a Ghostbuster <laughs> um, onesie. Okay. You know, and I had, um, I don't know where my mother got this toy from because I don't think she bought it, but it was the firehouse. <clears throat> and, and it came with the uh, with the mobile, the, uh, the ambulance. The Ghostbusters the, mobile. The Ghostmobile. And um, it was the coolest fucking toy ever because my neighbors wanted to even, like, play with oh, it. Oh, God. And I shared, of course, because I was taught to share. But at the same time, I was like, fuck you. <laughs> this you is don't my firehouse, it. yeah. My motherfucking firehouse. But now we have to talk about, um, we got to talk about Harold Ramis writing the film. Uh, he had the same cast of characters, and all of these comedians were from Chicago. Okay? Were the, a lot of those movies were Chicago-based. Chicago-based. and Blues um, Brothers. Blues Brothers, stuff like that. John Candy was always a part Vegas of it. Vegas Vacation. All the, all the Lampoons. The, the lamp, he did National Lampoons Vacation. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. But uh, they came from a theater company called Second City Theater, and they had a Second City TV, it was called, and that's where John Candy got his big break. And I think, actually, for a while, Harold Ramis wrote for Second City TV, and it's where you had all these guys like um, Rick Moranis. Uh, Rick Moranis did a movie called Strange Brew with that other guy. I, I, I can't Wait, remember Wait, was that the, the Canadian the movie Canadian with the movie. hockey? Yeah, like, yeah. Guy. Yeah, that was a good movie. We was watched good, that on Netflix. Yeah, it was a good movie. And uh, the other guy, that dude, he was uh, part of Second City TV and stuff like bunch that. Bunch of hosers. You're a bunch of fucking hosers. <laughs> but, um, you know, so th- they all came from that. Sort of like how Christopher Guest has his group of people. Yeah, for the, that the, he does the all mockumentaries. All those mockumentaries and stuff like that. So it's very similar. Um, the only thing that when I was doing research of this movie, because like I said, I really tried to do like limited research. I try to go by what I know. Uh, Ivan Reitman 
the director of the film, really yeah. never did anything else. Ever? Like, really, he never really you did don't, anything. You don't hear that name at every, no. anywhere. No, his son did, like, Thank You for uh, Thank you for Smoking. He did that, which was... That a, was a good movie, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah, it was, it was all right. It was but, a little um, light, but it could, you know, it could definitely... It could have been better. It could have been better. It could have been better. But um, I'll tell you, I mean, just, if if you can't... Some of the some of the lines in Ghostbusters is amazing. Cats and dogs living together. Wait, no, mass he hysteria. did. He did Evolution. That wasn't really a big headline. You didn't like Evolution. I love that movie. It's a great movie. But I mean, not a lot of people, you know, go it's out of hilarious. their minds for it. No, it's funny, but I mean, not a lot of people ever seen that movie. You know what? Aside from Evolution, he's done nothing. Well, yeah, besides, he's done nothing. <laughs> I mean, it? you remember Dave? That was a no, very mediocre. I don't. Movie. I don't even know what you're saying. No, when right. you say Dave. <laughs> But, um, so Ghostbusters is, I mean, one of the best films. Uh, I, I mean, you know, you got people that... It's, it's the pinnacle of 80s comedy. Mm. I would say it's up there with, like, Coming to America. Okay, I would like, say It's that. like that style, that that yeah. kind of just... Well, it was the highest grossing comedy ever until Home Alone came out. So what, like four years? <laughs> well, Home Alone came out in 1991, I think. And Home this Alone came out... is really that was that widespread. Yeah, Home I thought Alone that was, was more of a good. kids' movie than a. No, Home Alone was actually pretty adulty. You know, that kid was like, you know, shooting people the in the nuts. The, the, the wet bandits. <laughs> We're the wet bandits, and I remember he would. I remember when I was a kid, I tried to put gum on the on the faucet to try to make uh, make the be a wet bandit. Yeah, and it was terrible. Yep, that didn't work. But, You're um, the reason why they say don't try this at home. Yeah, You're one I, of those kids. I tried everything. I tried it all, and guess what? You shouldn't. Don't all right? do it. All you kids out there, don't don't do this at home, please. Um, I mean, look, you got you got an excellent cast of characters here. Bill Murray. It goes without saying. The guy has a cult following. He's good. Guy got arrested, uh, drunk driving in Sweden in a golf cart. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> what do you do for that? Just just get out of here. Just get out of here, Walk Bill home. Murray. <laughs> I don't really think there's anything Bill Murray's done that I hate. He's good. He's good. I he mean, did, he, you, you ever hear about how he did Garfield? No. He the guys who directed Garfield are the Cohen brothers, uh-huh. but they're not the Cohen brothers. They're a different Cohen brothers. Are you serious? And he thought he was going to get a chance to work with like the big Cohen brothers. Oh my god! And so he's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And it turns what? out they were different Cohens. <laughs> are you fucking serious? Yeah. That's but, out of control. That's how it works. Because like the way the, he doesn't have an agent. So all he has, he, he has an 800 number you call, and you leave him a message, and like he'll get back to you in like nine months. You gotta be shitting Yeah, me. that's how it worked. He did a big, he was, it was a big interview on Howard Stern he did. Are you serious? Yeah, and like when he got called for the for Garfield, he thought it was the Cohen brothers calling, like Joel and Ethan Cohen. Mother of God. And he even signed on to uh, the second one, Yeah, because he thought he was working with the Cohen brothers. Dude, you gotta be <laughs> kidding me. I, mean, I, I, I remember when he was in, um, whatchamacallit? The uh, not the uh, the zombie movie. It was oh, a zombie movie. Uh, zombie Land. Exactly, and then he, he got shot in the stomach, yeah. and they were like, "Any regrets?" He's like, "Oh, Garfield, Garfield." <laughs> like that's that's actually really funny because great. everyone in the you know everyone who's seen that would went crazy yeah. because not a lot of people when that movie came out, which I think was a pretty decent movie. Uh, it was not, okay. Not a lot of people knew that he was in the movie. It was a cameo. They knew that there was a big cameo. That was an uncredited cameo. It was an uncredited cameo. And, and it, was, it was fantastic. But, um, that I mean, movie he was, he was hilarious in Kingpin. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Kingpin was great. He was so good at he, that. What was his name there in, in, in Kingpin? Uh, Jack, Jack Cochran. 
No, not Jack Harrigan. Ernie McCracken. Ernie McCracken. Yeah. Ernie fucking McCracken. Oh man. Um, Kentucky. <laughs> a little farther there, dude. <laughs> Uh, and I liked him in Osmosis Jones too, which was actually a pretty interesting movie, where he just played he a guy who, got, a of, who a ate good, a chicken wing and almost and did die. He's got a good. Stuff. He's got a good range, you know. He, he does because know, he lost does, in translation. Lost in translation was good. Film. Uh, Broken Flowers was interesting. I never saw that one. It was one of those like, even Groundhog quiet Day. Movies. Like that was that was a, that's a Hal Ramis movie mm-hmm. that went from comedy to not comedy. Rather quickly, yeah. I have to say. It's true. <laughs> like he's done, he's done some of those like um, off the wall type. Yeah, things. He, like, and he he loves to work with like he's got directors. That he, like he lo- he loves to work with um, Wes Anderson. Like he'll be, Anderson, he'll be in yeah. any movie. He's actually there's an upcoming uh, Wes Anderson film oh, coming really? out that he's going to be in. Yeah, get out! I can't. There's wait. no. There's no. Um, it's an unannounced. Pro- it's a project, but there's no title on it or anything. Like you know, that. like it, Wes Anderson's a big like hipster director. Very movie, hipster. But I love every movie he makes. Like yeah, I, I, I can't really help do. it. Every Grand movie, Budapest Hotel. Every movie he makes is incredible. Moonrise Ki- Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom was great. The Darjeeling Limited. Even I like that was the, a good I like the the Life Aquatic. I think was my favorite out of all of them. People did and not Rushmore like that movie. Was pretty good. I, I like the Life. I Aquatic. thought it was great. The guy singing in Portuguese. Yeah, on the that, submarine. That, all the David Bowie. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. I thought it was a good movie. That's just me. But like you know, so it goes without saying, of course, that you know, Bill Murray's great. Bill Murray's fucking great. We like great. Bill Murray, and, and he, he does all these weird things too. He's a very strange guy. He does do some. Like he'll just show up to stuff. Like he shows up to parties randomly. Like I just be like, hey. I mean, I think he knows. Like he has this type of star like, power. He he goes around Manhattan. Sometimes he like he'll show up at a bar and he'll start bartending. Out of nowhere, I've heard about that. and he got kicked out of one because he started smoking a, a joint <laughs> at the bar. As he was tending it, wow! <laughs> and they're like, uh, "I'm sorry, Bill. You gotta, you gotta go." And we got a guy here. Um, not only, uh, I mean, you know, to follow up uh, Bill Murray, we have ourselves a little Dan Aykroyd action. Dan Aykroyd's another interesting uh, character. Like Dan Aykroyd. He's been more downrange in the in the film world. He's been in a lot of films. He's been in a lot of films. He's been very, very active. I think he does at least one or two films a year. Okay, and I think that's pretty. Does he interesting. do that? Many? Yes, he does. What I mean, the hell is he in? I could I could name a thousand movies, but what's he's the next, most recent film? The he's been most in? recent film he's been in is Ghostbusters, the twenty sixteen. Okay, aside one. from Ghostbusters, he had a cameo. Uh, Before something that he would obviously uh, be in as an actor, Pixels. He was the nineteen eighty two championship MC. Really? In Pixels, he was in Get On Up. He was in Tammy. He was in the Game Changer. Uh, he was. Uh, oh, so he's still working. Yeah, yeah, he was in behind the cat, the cat, uh, the cattle bro. The Candelabra, the fucking um, the what? But behind the candelabra, <laughs> the candelabra. Oh yeah, with the, the he was he was a lawyer for Liberace. Yeah. So he has like these he he has these small he does roles. Act, yeah, he acts. He works. He's also a huge UFO guy. Remember we oh, watched that? Oh my god, <laughs> we sat there on Netflix when we were able to join a party and watch Netflix. That, and we watched. I really wish they bring he that was back. So, he was so deep down range on this smoking shit. cigarettes. And he just, was just smoking cigarettes and talking UFOs to some guy. To just a he was just some guy in a motel room. And he's like, I talked to Dan Aykroyd once, and we talked about UFOs. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, uh, there. He goes, You have to, you have to do your reading. You have to do this. You have to do that. Like he was so. Convincing. That's a big, big... And he also wrote Coneheads. Dan Aykroyd. Did he? Yeah. I like Coneheads. I love Coneheads. Great movie. It's one of my, it's one of my favorites. Narfo the Garthog. You must... Narfo the Garthog. That guy. That He's in that Chicago thing. Is he really? <laughs> that guy. The, the one who said to Narfo the Garthog. The I Supreme totally Commander or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like a piece of chewing gum? Chew, some chewing gum. Adam Sandler was in that movie. But anyway... 
Um, so, you know, and then you have, of course, you know, Harold Ramis we were talking about. So, you know, the, the Ghostbusters has a lot of excellent star power. And and it's a movie that, you know, when you said to me, what genre would you put Ghostbusters yeah, in? I it's said, hard to say. I said it is a comedy, you know, but, but it's, it's not. also a sci-fi type drama, too, because there's a lot of... It's got drama mixed in. There's not a lot of... It's an adventure movie, I would say. An, an adventure it's almost fantasy. Light, light-hearted suspense. And it has a little bit of that New York grit to it that I liked. It does have some good New York to it. You know, and it has good, some, some good, you know, visuals when it came to, to, to New York I was City. watching it yesterday, I saw the World Trade Center, I was like, ah. Yeah, it's... Like, it, ah, it, man. Yeah, it makes you really think. But, Ruined. You know, it's, it, I think for me, it's it's one of the best of all time. And, um, I, you know, a lot of people didn't well, really like... Well, this has been part one. Yeah. And now you're talking about part two. A lot of people didn't like part two. I don't know why. I don't know why either. What was either. wrong with part two? I, just it's it's I think people when you had the first Ghostbusters it put it on a little bit of a pedestal and I don't think the second one uh, you know hit the expectations. Well, what were some, some of the folks. complaints about Part Two? Like, well, I mean, I'm not going to say there were complaints. I'm just going to say that it I mean, wasn't all as I can say, widely accepted. This is, I, I saw I watched Part Two in full yesterday. I haven't I, mean, I watched Part One in full yesterday. Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen Part Two in, in a in a while, mm-hmm. but from what I remember. It's five years later. They're only different in the sense that, like, there's, like, a definite, like, plot that kind of happens in part two the whole way through. Yeah. Like, you've got, like, the E-Got... What's the bad guy's name? Vigo. Vigo. Yeah. You've got Vigo... Vigo the Carpathian. The Carpathian. He's he's there the whole time. He's the bad guy. And he's the bad guy, and it just builds upon that, whereas, like, Ghostbusters part one is, like, them... Trying to find themselves. Yeah, like, they're... They created something. They're building the whole thing. Yeah. At the same time, you know, I think part two had a bigger impact because, like, when the Titanic came in, was it incredible? Remember that? That's oh, an, yeah, that scene was The Titanic just came in. That's an incredible shot of just, like, you know, all the ghosts coming off the Titanic. Yeah. And the... The, the, the mayor's like, I just, last night, for forty for three hours, spoke to Fiora LaGuardia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't that's remember? hilarious. When they went to the mayor. Oh, God. Said, talking to Fiora LaGuardia. Fiora LaGuardia. That's the most New York joke I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I almost spit out your beer because He was mayor for like 25 years. I know. Like, it's great. No one knows that. I spoke to Mayor LaGuardia for four There's hours. There's that. And it's it, five years later. I like the plot. It's five years later. They got sued. Okay, because that's a funny thing. They try to do the right thing, and then they're plagued by these lawsuits, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, even in the movie, uh, um, Lewis Tully is trying to represent them in the court when the Scolari brothers came out, which were the it. ghosts that it's get, too much. I don't he remember. He tried them for murder and gave them the chair. There's too much I don't remember. I gotta watch it tonight. Yeah, you should because it's it's a fantastic one. I mean, I, I love and it. and the Statue of Liberty is like the, my favorite scene in the entire where they oh yeah where they, the, the, the entire the, world the entire when they're putting the goo on all yeah of it, yeah and they're playing the music. Music. And he's like, I, and then like uh, Dan Aykroyd's guy's like, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're yelling at the goo, like, you, you know, like, you disgusting piece of slime. And he, <laughs> and he gets angry. Yeah, the like, toaster starts jumping that's around. So much, that's incredible. It's really good. It's hilarious. No. I, I listen. I, I really listen. There's no, there's no way anyone could sit down and try to tell me that Ghostbusters one or two are bad. You know, they're I'd both rather they're class. both fantastic. You know, and and then uh, so yeah, they're they're bankrupted and they're semi-retired. <laughs> you know, in the beginning, you had Winston and uh, and Ray trying to. Ju- they're doing birthday gigs, <laughs> where the thing, and Bankman is doing. Um, he's doing like the, uh, the 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 cable access psychic line. Yeah, so he goes. The world will end. 
on February 14th, 2014, I think he says. And he's like, bummer on Valentine's Day. <laughs> like Something like that. Something so stupid. But um, I, I, I thought it was great. I really, I mean, you know, another, I like, like, you know, written I like by, I just like when something like that is written by the people who did the original. Because, you know, a lot of times people pick you, up. You preserve the essence. You, you do. You do. You're able to you know, just smack the shit out of the microphone. You heard but, that? Uh, oh. I, I did. Sorry. But, um. Oh. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver has a kid all of a sudden. You got Janosch, the fucking creepy European guy. Yeah, the art dude. Th- there's a scene in that movie that is that I. That's you, the problem. That, that movie's a little unsettling towards the end, especially with the, with, with, with the baby oh, and yeah, the shit. Baby and stuff. It's very yeah. unsettling. Oh yeah, when there's a baby involved, it's like, ugh. yeah. But like, there's a scene in that movie, and baby. I've actually used this line in my everyday life, and it goes under the radar where Janosch is like looking at everyone doing the art stuff. And he looks at this lady and goes, everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know this. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, for some reason, that, that line is stuck with me. And I'll say that to people. I'll be like, everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know that. I just say it in full American. Yeah, I say it in full American. I don't want anyone to, to, to you know. But I think, uh, I think it's going to be time for us to maybe have a little, a little bit of bathroom, bathroom break? break right now. Because All i right. got to pee. Do you have to pee? You I have to pee. I could pee, yeah. You could pee. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. I'm only used to the Jackie Wilson one. Yeah. So this one catches me off guard. I know, this one's a little, yeah. It's really slow, fun. slow to start. Yeah. But then you got this. Ooh. Ooh. It's a clean hit right there. What kind of watch you got on there? The Smith & Wesson, actually. Get out! Well, you know, I'm a member of the NRA now. Oh, they're never going to stop calling you. I'll, I'll go to war for I them. was in the NRA. You, you, you're no longer a member? You son of a bitch. It's too much, because l- they have your phone number? I don't know about that, but listen. Because they're going to call you every month, like, hey, we need your support. Donate to us. All right, maybe I will. Anyway, right, that was... A brush off. That was Jackie Wilson, no. higher and higher. <laughs> God damn it! Is Howard Huntsbury? 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 Hold on, you oh! didn't pause it because I want more. Bring it up! Bring it up! Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> just came out. <laughs> yeah. Just- Let's use a synth. That's beautiful. All right. Well, that was from Ghostbusters Trois, which Trois. is French for two, right? Mm. No, duo. Trois oh, is three. Shit. Fuck! Ah! Yeah, you ruined it. I ruined everything. But here we are. So we talked about Ghostbusters 1. We talked about Ghostbusters 2. Are we going to talk about Ghostbusters? The remake? The remix. The reboot? The re- Do you even it? call it a reboot? I don't know. It is a reboot. I mean... They're going to make another one, I think. If you want. 
if you want to talk about it. Well, do you? Yeah, I mean... I I'll... saw it today. I saw it today. I know. You were supposed to watch it yesterday. I you watched didn't. most of it. No, you didn't. 50% of it. You missed all the cameos, basically. I watched 45% of the movie. Yeah. In a very poor quality bootleg. I'm trying to find a good... You done breathing? I'm trying to find a good breathing spot. I think I got it. We're good? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It was better before. It's because of Froggy. Because of the bathroom break. It was, a, it was, I mean, from what I saw... Yeah. It wasn't a bad movie. No, it was a bad movie. Well, why was it? Bad it movie? wasn't a good movie. It was okay. just. It's not Ghostbusters. No, that's really what it is. That's it's, what it's not. You're it's right. just you, you know, I like I could have written that movie, and I, I said this to you yesterday as I was watching it. It feels like this was the first draft, and they're like, "We're not changing anything." <laughs> This is exactly... It is so good the yeah. way it is. They just refuse to... You know what it reminded me of when you say it like that? The first episode of Three Beers In. It was supposed to be, no one was ever going to hear it. We thought it was yeah. so good. Yeah. We put it out there. You think they got drunk and just like, like hey, everyone's got to see this. I don't know. Because, okay, for me, I looked at the movie today and I tried to be extremely... You saw the whole movie. I saw the whole movie. What do you think? Okay. Let me hear your full opinion, because I can only give a partial opinion. Yeah, you only saw part of the movie. It was very... Uh, how do I explain it? Okay, so I understand where they were coming from. I understand why they made the movie the way they did. You know, I you, don't. You're pandering to a generation it's of people. It's pandering. Yeah, you're pandering to a generation of people where jokes are fairly cheap. Okay? You can make people laugh with pretty cheap material. But that doesn't mean you should, just because people will laugh. No, I understand that. You know, that's that's. I'm not saying that it's correct. I'm just saying that's what I understand. I understand. You think that's it was it, just an easy film to make? It was a very easy film. It's to like make. you have. You know why? Because the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters was one of the most successful. I mean, we talked about it. The highest grossing comedy until Home Alone. Yeah, came because out. they didn't phone it in. They didn't. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was a fantastic comedy. So you have yourself. You know, when you have a masterpiece, it's like me trying to draw the Mona Lisa. You know, yeah. I can maybe get the gist of it, but I'm never going to fucking gonna get draw the a Mona lady Lisa with a background. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be that fantastic. So they were trying to pander to too many people here. They were trying to pander to a new generation of of of, of uh, individuals where the comedy is very very shallow. I laughed, shallow. A couple, I laughed a couple. There times. were a few funny parts. I'm not going to lie. Like, I laughed a couple with times. the ghost. With tits was hilarious. Yeah, that was You good. know, that was funny. And then he's like, all right, what about this? And it was just a 7-Eleven's logo. Or the hot dog on top of the, the house. house. Like, yeah. that's funny. That was funny. Like, I, that, I, that that was my biggest thing, is like, the the main characters weren't funny. No. Everyone else was pretty funny in the show. Yeah, Chris in the Hemsworth, movie. I think is. Yeah, name? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, he's hilarious. He was Captain hilarious Kirk. in it. Yeah, he was great in it. He was good. And uh, the the guy, yeah, everyone else was funny. It seems like everyone else except the main characters were funny. Uh, I, I felt was... the, the the blonde chick, uh -huh. like the engineer girl. The Spectre, yeah, yeah. The... Well, she she was just out of. Uh, I mean, come on. Okay, we get it. You're you're eccentrically. Yeah, wacky. you're eccentric. But like the whole fucking film. Yeah. And like I'm watching this, and that's that, this is one of the reasons why I turned it off. It's like everyone else is kind of serious, and she's just like fucking goofing off the entire. It's like she's not there. You're right, and you know it. When I was wa when I was watching, and I was trying to say, how is this different? From the first Ghostbusters, because it's loosely based off of it. You know, it's it said that the characters are based off of it, which I didn't get at all. I understand. Well, who is Bankman? I don't know. There is none. There is no Bankman. 
Who's uh, who's Egon? Here's the thing: when you're watching it, when you're watching the first Ghostbusters, and I and I had said this before, it came off as it could be real, potentially. It could be something that could actually happen. Not, I mean, I'm not trying to get into a whole paranormal thing here, but I'm trying to say is it's like if you had a group of guys, it was palpable enough. Exactly. Those are, and then you had uh, Walter Peck or whatever the guy, the environmental guy that shut him down, Dickless. Like, yeah, (laughs) uh, yeah. So this man. In fact, has no dick. <laughs> you're, you know, you're, you're saying, and it was believable. There was, uh, there yeah. was believable nature to it. This movie was, it was, it was, it was catering to, you know, um, a very shallow comedy where everything is just going to be laid out in front of you. Yeah. You will laugh where you're supposed to laugh. Mm-hmm. You're not going to overthink anything. There's good versus evil. Good wins. It's over. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. You're going to have Melissa McCarthy, is that her name? I can't stand her. Her doing her thing. You got the other chick, uh, I forgot her name. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig doing her thing. And then that's it. That's (laughs) the end of it. You know, and then you have um, the the black one. What's her name? The racist. Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, who is a racist. um, Just just being loud. She didn't belong in the movie. She was just being loud and obnoxious. Especially if, like, you're trying to empower women. And stuff, she does not belong in the film. That's another thing. It's Being like, stereotypical, what? just like loud mouth, just like, oh, no, you, you know. Like, I don't think that, you know, you, I don't know what they were trying to do with why the all-female cast. Why would she quit her job as an MTA worker <laughs> to become a, a Ghostbuster? Just as, as a new, from a New York point of view, exactly. no one would ever do That's that. That's why it doesn't make <laughs> like, sense. Like, I mean, come on. Because in the movie, um, Winston's just trying to get a job. Yeah, uh, you know, he, like, he accepted, but she had a job, quit it, and said, "I'm gonna go catch ghosts with y'all, <laughs> motherfuckers." Okay, now you're <laughs> now you're doing a little bit of the reverse, whatever that is. Mm. But it's like it didn't seem it seemed very inorganic. It seemed very packaged. It's just it didn't seem correct to me. It was a fabricated group. Let's of have people. the final beer. Let's have the final I grab beer the final beer. Let's get it over with. Let's get it over with because you know at this point. But it was, you know, it just overall was not a, <clears throat> not the best. Move, yeah, take this beer. Thank you for it. Now look, you missed some some good parts though. There were some. There, look to say that the movie was a complete washout, it kind of was. I said it yesterday. It was the most average movie I ever watched. It was fairly average, but I mean, I like the cameos. They were very. Subtle. But you can't even establish a... Sa- they didn't even want to be called Ghostbusters. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah, they were trying to push this this good... This this uh, smart... Smarmy. Very smarmy. This attitude where we're, we're trying to find ghosts because they're real. Like, I, try to, I try to avoid the whole sexism argument, but like, yeah. you know, I watched this one guy and he, he talked about it. He's like, you know, every man in the film was just an asshole. Just a dumb asshole, and all the all the girls were just great. Okay, you know, like it's just it I didn't think you're right. feel. It seemed a little. It, it felt like it was a loaded film. Like it. That's had, what I was gonna say. It was a loaded film. Like it, like we have a we have an agenda and we have a statement to make with this movie. Yeah. Which is never a good way to make a movie. Ever. Now, now I understand that when there's an all female cast, I, I felt like you're going to put that under why? a magnifying glass. Why? Why an all female cast? I don't know why. I I, can't, I, I don't know why. When but they do did it, do it. When you do it deliberately, you you subject yourself to scrutiny, both unwanted, both unwarranted and warranted. And then they did a couple of things where, um, at the end, you do see the Stay Puft Mars. You see a lot of 
You yeah, see slime, you see Saber Man. All those are are just like, hey, hey, we're Ghostbusters. No, like, I that's know. all that is. It's but, not, uh, it has the, nothing to do with the At the end, film. The, the Ghostbuster logo, he be. I mean, I'm going to spoil it for you. I don't care. I don't care. He becomes a monster type thing, and he, he's mocking them, saying, You shoot like girls at one point. That's lame. And then when they defeat him because he was too powerful to go back into the vortex that was opened up, they shot him in the nuts. I heard that they shot him in the dick and they killed him. They shot him in the dick and killed him. So it's like, so if that, I if I just, shot at a woman's bra and her tits fell out, is that okay? Well, I'm not even see. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm, I'm just thinking, thinking about, about it's like I'm thinking gonna, about continuity where you can't establish that this thing will, you know, you could tr- you could trap someone with the proton stream, yeah. and now all of a sudden it kills people. Yeah, they were killing ghosts no, with it. But not only nowhere? that, but only that. I'm saying like if you're gonna do this whole sexist agenda that they were pushing, how is it okay? When you don't play the devil's advocate, when you, um, you know, hit this guy in the nuts, even though he's an evil monster or whatever, like I think if you did that to, uh, if it was a female role, and you went for the the breast, shoot the tits off, shoot the tits right off, and then be like, I guess she's not going to make any mother's milk, like you know, like, <laughs> I think that would be fairly controversial. Would, and, I, I just don't. Like, that, I hate when there's a double standard. But it's a, it's cheap, and it's very cheap. It's yeah. just a lame, not funny joke. Like that's the worst part. And then you'll get feminists saying that we don't get it because we're misogynist assholes. That's the thing. Like the film can't even hold up to scrutiny because, like, whenever you say anything, it's just. Sexism, mm-hmm. which I don't know. Like I saw it got like seventy five or something on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I, I I can't believe that that's true. It it really did get that. It much? got like seventy five percent, which I, I I mean from what I saw, I, I did not. I'll see say this: that. the the um, there were I laughed at a few parts. I did giggle at a couple parts, but by far it was not a good movie. But it was because of Chris Hemsworth. You said he was movie. funny. In he it. was funny, but he was a dumb. Idiot a, in it. He was a moron. And like you know, if you look at the first Ghostbusters, but with he was Jan- Janine or whatever. Yeah, she know? was like she was like a no nonsense, like yeah. Yeah, fuck you kind of. She was doing her. She fucking was a good character. Yeah, she was a great character. No so one, no one thought she was a bitch. They thought she, you know, don't fuck with her. Yeah, you, you know, she was getting the job done. But I, I don't know. It, it just seemed very, like you said, it was very packaged. You know, it was presented to you in a way that it's like this is where you're going to laugh. This is when you're going to do this. this is you're it was also that. set up to fail. On top of everything, you, just like what do, you, what do you mean by that? Like, I feel like once he once they said it's going to be all female cast, there's going to be no way it's going to be any good. Well, I mean, I don't I just don't know. from a, from a scrutiny point of view. I'm not even saying just like you know. I'm just saying like no, you're not you're not going to get a fair review regardless because it's an all female cast. Yeah, either way, because you're going to have half the people like you know inflating the review because, it, right. and then the other half are going to be de- deflating it because it. I don't think you could get an honest review on this terrible movie. <laughs> there, I mean, okay, so towards the end, there were some really good visual CGI effects, which I enjoyed, because it was just fun to look at something bright and crazy, you know, with the with the visuals. Like, mm-hmm. that was it. But that's all that it was. I mean, you know, it was a very, like you said, very mediocre film. There wasn't, there wasn't anything necessarily to write home about. Yeah. But, um... You know, I, it wasn't it wasn't awful, but it wasn't great. Well, what would you give it out of uh, out of what? Out of five, two. You're giving it a two. Yeah. So that's no good. That's pretty much bad. I mean, I laughed a couple times. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to pay money for it, but I did. Just overall, it's just meh. I paid for it, but um, you know what? We're gonna close out the show right now with some fun facts about the Ghostbusters. I'm gonna. Oh, you up. didn't want to. You you didn't want to have the uh, the what? question. Which question? I had the question of whether or not... So oh, yeah. You know what? Let me play the music. Okay. Let me play the music. What's this music? Oh, it's just the Ghostbusters theme. Again? Yeah, we'll put it down a little bit. All right? 
and hit me with it, Rob. Tell All me. Right. Ask me the question. Is, Go. Is Sigourney Weaver hot or not? God, Jesus. Uh, you know what? I think she was a little hot in Galaxy Quest. With the blonde? Yeah, I don't you know. Like the, blonde. the blonde and the cleavage. You know, the push-up bra? Yeah. Because she's not very busty. She's not very busty. She's not very busty. But uh, her in, uh, in Ghostbusters, I don't know if she was pretty, but... Well, what about when she became the gatekeeper? Uh, you know what? Because that was very, for very, a very sexual. For a very strong jawline, I think she's sexy. Alien Sigourney Weaver with the bald head, not sexy. That's Alien 3 Sigourney Weaver. Sorry. What about Alien 1? Uh, the curly hair? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What about now? She's she's like she she's looks 60, like the Crypt Keeper. She's sixty six years old, but she well, yeah, she doesn't actually look that good. If you saw the cameo that was in the Ghostbusters this movie, you would understand it. But anything Ghostbusters was co written by Wait, Dan. Eckler, have you however. said yes? Or, is she hot or not? Like in nineteen eighty four, yeah. You're giving her a hot, okay? Hot in Galaxy Quest. What you don't think she's hot? No, I think I think she's just a very. Uh, that's that's a split question. I don't know how to answer. Did that. you know that Dan Aykroyd said? That the character of Slimer in the first Ghostbusters is, in fact, the ghost of John Belushi. He certainly acts like John. He certainly <laughs> acts like John, and he does in the in the in the uh, the new Ghostbusters. He's in, they put Slimer in there. They put Slimer in there. Um, they have him eating like tofu brie no, or no, something. No, he was he was knee deep in uh, a whole bunch of hot dogs. Um, he doesn't have knees. Uh, he was he was or orifice deep. Uh-huh. He's just an orifice. But the the party scene where Lewis Tully does the talking about salmon and stuff like that. Yeah, all that's ad libbed. Where he's, he's like, let me take that your coat. That's the best it. movie. There, yeah, the whole thing is almost ad libbed. When you ad lib stuff, it just gets great. All of Peter Venkman's lines are practically ad libbed. I read about that because oh, he doesn't read mo- he doesn't read scripts. Um, a lot of the good things are ad libbed. Remember when he said uh, Venkman mentions the time. That Spangler tried to drill a hole in his head. Yeah, I heard and, that. And, uh, uh, <laughs> it almost worked. He goes, that would have worked if you hadn't stopped me. That was totally ad-lib, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, Harold Re- Harold Ramis had no intentions of playing Spangler. He wrote the role for someone else, and everyone that they cast well, for who it, else would have been playing? They had Christopher Walken. Nah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Maybe. And somebody else. And then he realized, I got to do it because no one else is good Walken enough. couldn't have done it. No way. No Goldblum, way. maybe. Yeah? You think so? Possibly. Jay Leno read for the Bankman Oh, line. that would have been awful. Um, so, this I don't know if a lot of people know about this, but Eddie Murphy was he, he was supposed to play the role of Winston. Hmm. And he denied it. He turned it down in order to be in Beverly Hills Cop. Really? Yep. Eddie Murphy accepted the I role. Like he Win- actually accepted the role. And the character was actually meant to be... Uh, to appear a lot more in the film, especially earlier in the film, and he was supposed to get slimed instead of Bankman. It was supposed to be Eddie really? Murphy. Yeah. Isn't I, that crazy? Uh, I don't think he would have been good as Winston. He would have stole the scene. You think he would have stole it? I think Winston was very good as Winston. Here's something pretty crazy, too, that uh, uh, the original like premise of the whole film was supposed to be John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, and Eddie Murphy... They fought the ghosts in SWAT-type like gear, using magic wands instead of guns, to fling like magic at the at the at the ghosts. <laughs> and Slimer's name is supposed to be Onion Head. But then everything was. Uh, then when uh, Belushi died, everything was rewritten. And uh, oh, thank God, here. thank and God, Michael, Belushi and died. Michael Keaton. Yeah, and Michael Keaton was supposed to be uh, Peter Vankman. Hey, Michael uh, Keaton. Michael Keaton turned down the role for Vankman and Spangler. Michael fucking Keaton. Well, you know, he has turned his his career around. You know, he's been in back to back and Chevy Chase too. I told you about that. But here's the here's the last tidbit of two last tidbits of information I want to throw out there. 
the phrase "your toast" was first coined by Bill Murray in this that's, movie. That's hard to believe. It's true. Whoever said "your toast"? So no one that? said "your toast." Nope. Before. Before no. Ghostbusters. Nope. It, it's never happened. Now that's here's, quite. That's quite surprising. I know you don't like when I read. I dislike it strongly. You hate when I read, but I have to read this. Uh, because this is, I think, the coolest little fun fact about Ghostbusters. John Candy had the role of Lewis Tully. He quit the role because his ideas for the character were being completely rejected. According to Ivan Reitman in the DVD commentary, among Candy's suggestions, he wanted the character to have a German accent <laughs> and have a pair of schnauzer dogs. But no one felt that the German accent was appropriate for the character, and since there was so many dog imageries already in the film, they felt that him having the, the, the dogs would be way too much. So John Early quit very early in the production, and Rick Moranis popped in very late as uh, to be casted in it. And uh, Candy and um, Moranis were both in SCTV, which was that uh, Second City comedy show that I told you about. And um, it's actually pretty funny because... John Candy was in the Ghostbusters music video. Because there was, he was a music video? There was a music video. Because he was supposed to be in the film. Well, I have to say told. that that was a good idea on their part, because that that's ridiculous for John Candy. What, to do the German... With the dogs? Like, it doesn't fit... It doesn't fit... <laughs> no, it didn't fit the narrative whatsoever. It didn't whatsoever. fit the character. No. The character was like kind of like a... How would you... I don't even know how you describe him. A like, nerdy dude. Like a nerdy, just like, you know, like, hey, come on, you know... Not needy. Needy's not the word. A socially weird guy. Yeah, weird. Not awkward. Weird. He was a weird dude. He's a weird guy. One of my favorite characters. Okay, who brought the dog? Yeah, like that. <laughs> that comes on. And he's great. And then when he when they catch him and like when they when they bring him, he's like Bellevue didn't want. That's another yeah, thing. It was that, very New York. Like Bellevue didn't want him, so we brought him here. Yeah, like the cops are just like, hey, you, you know, want him? Like we'll take him. And he's sniffing around. He's saying that's who great. He is. He's like handing him. He's stuff, like, like thank you, Louis. You. <laughs> you know, he's, he hands them the. He's drinking the water out yeah, of the, the fish boiling with. water. Like, he goes, Do you want a cup of coffee? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. <laughs> <laughs> it was so silly, but it was good. Like, and you know, I. I I understand, like, you know, what they're trying to do with the new Ghostbusters and all that, but you know what? You, I think you, it missed the, uh, missed the, uh, you missed the, the mark. point. I think you missed the point, but um, I got to give you credit for trying. I give all these people credit for trying, but you know what? When you fail to hit the did mark, they, did they se- it just shows you how good the original really is. Did they set up the, uh, the, uh, the, the new ne- Ghostbusters yeah, oh, yeah. for sequels? Oh, yeah. So they're going to destroy the franchise pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Great. Wonderful. Yep. All right. So this is the end of the yeah. of the so show. So on that note, on the end of <laughs> on that note, that Ghostbusters now destroyed for everybody. Who are you going to call? Call the three beers That's in the thing. before this. Okay. I okay, just, no, 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 you have to pause it. Oh, I'm going to okay. lower it. The tagline is "Answer the call." Answer you don't the call. answer the call. You call. <laughs> it's the ta- how come the tagline is not "Who are you going to call?" That's pretty weird. But aside that... You got really mad just now. Because I, I just realized that. I saw on, the, on all the pictures, it says answer the call. That's fucking dumb. Leslie Jones is a racist against white people, and she deleted her Twitter because of it. Free Milo. 